Hello, I'm Dave Manuel. And I'm Paula Jordan. And together, we're going to be hosting SD33 Chill Talks. We want to use this podcast to strengthen the connections in our district. And to tell the amazing stories of the people who work in our organization. Good morning, Paula. We have made our way out to maintenance today. To maintenance. Not only maintenance, but in February. February in maintenance. What, what, does that mean something? February in maintenance? No, I'm not, I'm not sure what that it means. It sounded <laughs> like you were going somewhere, but no, anyways. No, we've landed in February. Okay. We're in, oh, we're in February yeah. and we're gone. <laughs> we are here with Gord Bridge, our manager for technology. Welcome, Hi. Gord. Good morning, Hi, Gord. everybody. <laughs> so we got, some, uh, we got some probing to do here with you, Gord. Okay. So why don't we start a little bit with um, what's been kind of your education and uh, career journey that's led you to this place? Oh, okay. So um, my background, um, I have an engineering degree in electrical engineering. Um, so let's see, I went to uh, University of British Columbia um, and earned my degree there. And um, I worked in the field for a while um, in semiconductors, actually. So uh, working on high-end audio chips um, and some of the stuff related to that. And then um, kind of did a bit of a career change um, and did some work around land surveying. And I went to BCIT and got um, certified to do that. And then I worked in land surveying for a while. And then, um, let's see, 2008 housing crisis and everything. <laughs> the work in land surveying dried up temporarily. and. Um, I had um, I had done some contract work for Fraser Valley Distance Education School um, in the past, um, doing some development and coding for them. Um, so I got the job as a business manager there um, at that time, and then I worked at Fraser Valley Distance Ed for a number of years, um, specifically working around like online learning, um, Moodle, and all of their online initiatives. And then um, I became the IT manager here at the school district in 2015, and I've been here ever since. So, wow! Eh? Did you know that about electrical engineering? I, did, I had no idea, and the yep. conductors piece. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's really a small world, right? And how our paths kind of cross over and over again. Some with people, right? So yeah. I remember our paths crossed originally going at Fraser Valley Distance. Center. I don't. Know it did. Yep, yeah, that was a long yeah, time ago. It was ago. a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. And yeah. so did ours. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Fraser Valley just said yes. So, um, but you are a high school graduate from here, from Chilliwack. Yeah, I went to start a secondary school. I did my first year of engineering at uh, UFV, which is now Imagine High School. So, when working on that project in the last year is kind of weird because that's where I, I did my first year um, engineering and uh, before I went to UBC. So, yeah, I'm I've, yeah been. I was born in Chilliwack and I've been here for a long time. So. Okay, so I got to ask you before we go into other stuff. So when you think about going, you know, from high school to engineering to this role, what what's your what's your thoughts on like um, the K to twelve education system? You you've looked at our strat plan goals and stuff. I know you and I have talked about how we teach math in the past. What's give us some of your some of your thinking that you've been down this very intense science path? Like, what do you what do you have to say? Yeah, I mean, I for me, like I went down that intense science path probably because of. Um, some excellent teachers that I had uh, in high school mainly was one of the main reasons. So they really, you know, encouraged that and challenged me um, in that area. And then I wanted to pursue it further. So I just know like how important it is that, um, you know, students get 
can see things like get into math or STEM or any of those fields in, in high school, get an interest for that, and then it can drive you know their career in the future for sure. So, so do you recall some things that happened in high school that pulled you in? Um, I was in Gary Wagner's advanced math class, <laughs> um, and it, it was uh, it was tough. It was hard, and because I wasn't actually, I didn't do that well in math in middle school before then. But I really, I always was kind of good at it. I remember when I was in grade seven, they didn't really know what to do with me, and they had me the grade nine math textbook and <laughs> said, "Here, have a look at that." <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that that was the main one that really that really kicked me into liking math, and then some work. Um, like around computers and technology there too. They have the Cisco program and I really, um, I love that. So really got into that there, um, computer programming and everything as well. So, yeah. And now you're the manager of our technology. So what what, yeah. what do you do? What's your job here? Um, I oversee the technology department. So that is all of the staff uh, responsible for technology. So we've got uh, 14 staff, including me, I think. Um, total. So there's the IT help desk, which is Jazz Dollywall, um, who answers all the calls and, and kind of directs all of the service requests that are coming in. And then we've got three different groups in the IT department. One is um, our web and applications, which handles all of the um, websites, different applications that are in use, um, that kind of thing. And then our infrastructure group, which does um, things like networking, Wi-Fi, phones, um, and then the last is our desktop support, and they do all of the day-to-day -day support for um, people using technology and also for the um, classroom audiovisual systems. So, yeah. so out of the work that you've done here, uh, what do you think links into our kind of district strategic plan? That's been a question that we haven't asked a lot. Of. I'm going to pick on Gord to bring I it know, back. Well, and, yeah, we haven't asked that lots yeah. for people. But. Well, in the, in the new plan, um, there's lots of linkage. Um, specifically around the area, I think, of the high-quality instruction. There's lots that technology is involved with there. Yeah. Um, so everything from making sure that teachers have, you know, good tools to use in the classroom, good technology tools, including, like, their, their audiovisual systems, their computer and everything, and then all of the apps um, and then different resources that, that are provided are there. Um, so that's the biggest one, I mm -hmm. would think. And then some of the goals around making you know, data-driven data decision-making, yeah. I think, is, is what we're really trying to do is to make sure that um, we're always using all of the tremendous amount of data that we have available in technology at, um, at our fingertips to to guide all of our decisions that we're making. Yeah, so. well, I know even with our website revamp, and I mean, you just recently did a, a toolkit for us around that, like, yeah. it's all very data-driven. <laughs> Yeah, we have we uh, the tool the amount of data that we can get <laughs> on everything is, is sometimes it's it's too much is the problem and it's hard to interpret. So I think yeah. that's uh, we try and interpret the data really well and make good decisions based on that. So well, and I think the other side of that is um, your team makes data available um, easier for the rest of us too, right? Yeah. And how how to make that um, take big piles of student achievement data and try to try to make sense make out of sense it. Make sense out of it. Yeah. 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 And utilizing data to make decisions for the future, because I think that's where we also want to talk to you a little bit about, Gordon, about where do you think technology is taking us in, in the years to come? Well, yeah, that's there's all kinds of different directions. You know, everything has been getting more and more connected constantly. Um, we're seeing in the tech world, we, you know, over the last decade, there's been a huge shift from um, 
to the cloud, right? That's been the, the big, everything's been moving to cloud and mobile. Um, those have been the big things. And now um, there's a lot of challenges that people are finding with that around things like security, um, around like too much online. So what the future is going to look like in terms of tech, I'm not, <laughs> it's hard to say, it's hard to look into the crystal ball and say, but I think um, that, um, that there's going to be um, continued challenges around security specifically mm -hmm. that, that we need to work on, um, more challenges around um, finding the right balance, I guess, between um, having everything in the cloud and then being having resilient systems is coming up too. So, mm -hmm. um, so there's kind of a bit of a pullback from that in some ways, but I don't know, it's, it's really hard to, to guess the future. It's in terms of devices, everything's getting smaller and thinner constantly, um, I think. And costs more. Um, well, costs are going up, but it's, <laughs> some things are getting cheaper too. So it's, it's yeah. kind of crazy, but yeah, it's hard to say. <laughs> and as a classroom teacher, what, what do you, what do you see changing? Like um well it's just i think for classroom teachers what's going to change more is um is how you know all of their students have been using technology since as long as they can remember now and that this is very it's very recent that that's true i mm -hmm. guess um so what is that going to look like in the future for for kids who just you know mm -hmm. have been have grown up always experienced always knowing like having technology there and not just like having a desktop PC at home, but these students have always had, you know, iPads. Mm -hmm. They've existed for as long as they have, right? So yeah. it's kind of, I'm, I'm interested to see what, what what that looks like in the future, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So speaking of little ones with technology, do you let your little kids touch technology? <laughs> um, right How now. How old are your kids now? My kids are one and two, and no, so they don't. Fun. So fun. <laughs> yeah, so no, no iPads yet? No, nothing yet. So what, so. What's going to be your rule with them? Are you going to... I think it might, uh, they might be pretty limited for a long time, just because I know that <laughs> my oldest daughter would just be right in there. She's really, um, I think, I think she's got, got an engineer brain, <laughs> so <Yeah. it's, laughs> maybe I'll give her something really old so that she can figure out. <laughs> fix, the, fix it, yeah. create yeah. a new one. <laughs> well, see, it's very interesting. So we were once doing a book study, and um, we were going to, everyone else, we were downloading the book, mm -hmm. except Gord. He wanted a paper, paper copy. copy of the book. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess I, 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 I still appreciate the analog ways of doing things, yeah. I guess. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. I, I'd like to read books on paper. Um, <laughs> I don't, I have a 32-inch TV at home, <laughs> which I always get grief about, but uh, yeah. <laughs> is it at least flat screen? It is, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it has some capabilities to connect to the internet. And... No, it doesn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> doesn't, yeah. <laughs> hey, Gord, it's so nice talking to you. Yeah, Thanks for taking time. Yeah. Thanks, Gord. Thank you. Well, Paula, that's another SD33 Chill Talks. In the books. Thanks, Dave. Until next time, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>